You're out of your mind. <laughs> Let's see. Um, O'Malley is really excited about Victorian farm and wheat. And wheat. Oh my God, are they planting the wheat? That's oh. if I said that to Mike, if I went upstairs and I'd be like, oh, they're going to plant the wheat this week. We got to watch it. <laughs> like, you know, he makes, he already makes fun of me. So, so you know how some, I don't know who posts them. Like it's like a retweet from somebody else. And he wrote, what is something you would hear during sex and in church? So everybody writes their comments and I'm like, you know, you know, hallelujah. And you know, like they read all these things. So I was about to write, forgive me father, but I was like, oh, that's too rude. <laughs> or just like, yeah, I don't even think I'd write that. I'm like, oh, you're so oh my God. You so would. You just made so you didn't weird. think of it. <laughs> oh <laughs> yeah, my I don't gosh. want I don't want anybody to get in the ruckus. So there's so many people out there that would be like, oh, you can't make fun of kids who are abused. Like, yeah, you know, no, you're not making joke. fun of that. It's a, the the joke the the hook is somewhere else and they don't understand joke structure. They don't, and, right? I just don't want to be bothered at so yeah. like, I'll tell the people who find it funny. God. I'm just I just can't stand that. You know, yeah. the, so many people nowadays just don't get a joke. They just ruin everything. Like the person who um what is it? Whitney Cummings was saying that someone called HR because she said, Oh, Merry Christmas. I'll see you guys when we get back. And someone, an intern got insulted that she said, Merry Christmas. They made them uncomfortable. Like that's just, Oh, I think people should be, I can't stand people get offended by words. Yeah. That's words. awful. I mean, it's just, I get there are some things that, you know, be insulted by hatred. Mm -hmm. You know, when you don't look at the intention, it's just so frustrating. Right. And that's, words. that's the whole thing. It's like, well, you must, you know, you must be excluding me, you know, like what exactly. if you see some, you see a couple of people, few people like pull up and maybe one person's been like working on, you know, weight loss or growing their hair, or, you know, something about them that they, that they've shared with you that they're like actually working on. And you see these people walk up and you see that person and you see that they're obtaining their goal. And the first thing out of your mouth is, oh, so-and-so you look fantastic. And you're trying to talk to them about you know, their internal goal or the other two people are like, what, we don't look good. You know, oh, like I know, they, you I know they'll that. be insulted by the fact that and it's like, no, you always look good. You idiots. I like, know, but it's the same is, thing, yeah. no matter what. And so they have this, um, so, you know, I don't go on Facebook that often, even though this second time I brought it up, I just <laughs> don't. So I happen to have been on it today. So now everything is like in the forefront of my mind. Oh, okay. And like, I see, you know, one of my like closest friends growing up, he posted a picture of his Oldsmobile 442 that was rally red that I loved. And I could, he lived across the street from me growing up and I would hear him start the engine. I go running over because I wanted to get to from like, you know, zero to 60 in three seconds. It was just so much fun. So I wrote, you know, oh my God, I love that car. So many good memories, right? Uh -huh. No problem, no, no issues or whatever. So then I'm sifting through again and I see someone posted a picture from when, um, the guys went out last week, Mike and his buddies from the training floor who worked for JP Morgan. 
And there was like five guys, maybe at one point there was seven there. I don't know. I didn't go. And uh, it's a great picture. They, they actually all look great. Honest to God, I haven't seen a lot of them in the better part of 15 to 18 years. And they so all look so where good. Large is wearing the red. No, that was the um, that oh, was that the twenty one club thing. Oh, that, well, okay, that wasn't those guys. Okay, no, this is like two weeks ago, like the oh, JP okay. Morgan night, the night you broke the news about Dave sex tape when I was driving into Mike to pick up Mike <laughs> that night. Yeah, you know the night, yeah. and um, so. So he he posts a picture one of the guys he was with, and he's like, you know, nice to see all the guys for and and he wrote. Just a small get together of some JP Morgan guys that I've been keeping in touch with. Nice to get out with you guys. Yeah. So there's about 35 comments. So I'm like, oh, let's see who commented, who I haven't spoken to. You know, you always want to reconnect somehow. So there's 35 comments. 34 are all, like everybody's just so complimentary because they do look great. And then there's one, one person writes, yeah, thanks for the invite. I'm like, ugh. You're that person. <laughs> well, I know in my friendship group, they throw that around like it's a joke. Like they know that somebody can't go, like somebody knows that they can't go or whatever, but they'll like, they'll, they can't wait for their person, their people to like post something, you know, like their, yeah. their Disney vacation with their wife. And then there's that, you know, there's a few guys that are always like, thanks for the invite because it's just like their punchline, but it is so old. I hate it's, that. Yeah. Every and time I see when it, it's something I'm like, like a bunch of guys getting together, you know, like, and it was so like, ew, like you, if you, if you're the guy that writes that in a situation like that, nobody wants you there. Like there's a reason. <laughs> yeah. If you're not doing it ironically. Yes. If you are doing it ironically, you've probably like, uh, rode that joke into the sunset <laughs> and back a few times. Like, you talk. Just... Yeah, exactly. You were talking about seeing someone who like, how you doing on a weight loss thing and the other two take it personally. But I tell you what, talk about the weight loss thing. So we're trying very hard. Like, mm -hmm. Large really wants to win this weight loss challenge with the Barstool Breakfast guys. So everything that we're doing, we're watching, right? And for me, it's not that difficult. Like if I, he, I'll eat whatever he puts in front of me, which is terrible, but it's true. I, which is, I mean, great for him because it's so, you know, it's nice to see when people love what you made, but I would legitimately will just, I'm a goat. So if he's cutting back, it's great for me. Right. So we, we've been doing very well. Like the first thing that I lose weight in is my chest. So like my bra is fit. So I'm feeling so much better because it's quick. And then I wake up nothing, this morning. Nothing sucks more than the, oh boy, <laughs> we're going to just pray today. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> You're okay, not wrong. So I'm, it's, a try, it's, it's the worst. So, so today I'm on flipping around Twitter or Instagram or something. And Clancy's making brownies with his kids. Mm -hmm. And he's talking about how he's just eating the batter. And he's actually just eating the batter and the video. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, this is my porn now. <laughs> I'm watching some dad eating brownie mix because now I'm, I'm realizing like the last five days have been so, we've been, he has been on such a strict diet that it's, I've had nothing. I've had no snacks. I've had no soda, no, no soda, no cake, no candy, no sweets, no nothing. And I haven't missed it until I saw Clancy spooning in brownie mix. I'm like, I hate you, Kevin Clancy. 
I'm like, I can't believe it. Like, I actually felt like I was going to get caught watching something I should like, woo. <laughs> yeah, I needed a cigarette after that third bite, man. That got me. That got me going. <laughs> I was like, holy cow. I'm like, everybody's got to leave. I got to do my things this morning. I got to get, I got to get back on the horse. I got to be focused. But that really was difficult. <laughs> Everybody leaves. You open, you open Instagram up. You start watching Kevin eat. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I would have never thought something like that would have hit me. So it's wild what happens when you start like eliminating certain foods. Oh my God. It was like Pavlov's dog. Them. I started salivating. I'm like, this is bad. <laughs> It is. It's awful. <laughs> oh my gosh. So what, um, what has happened in the past week with you? Like, like a little recap life, anything? I mean, oh. I know that you, you guys have changed your eating. I know that there was, um, you know, on breakfast, they had their Friday, so they were drinking, but it's, you know, not like you were there, but, um, you yeah, know, Friday, sounds- I don't even know what happened Friday. I didn't listen at all Friday cause I had the kids, but, um, right from there, I know Mike went to see I think he went to see a movie because he had some downtime. He was trying to get a blog out and it was just, it was like in his head. So he's like, I'm going to go to a movie. I think he ended up falling asleep for the better part of the two hours. Of the movie. <laughs> then he went to the 21 club dinner. So I didn't really get to see him. Cause I was, I had, I drove him in. We left here early too. Cause I wanted to be, make sure I was back and not late because I was so hungover the day before that the kids went to school, everybody like two and a half hours late. Cause I just could not. Oh, I, what was that text you sent me? I don't know. I God asked knows. You, I asked you how you were doing and you I were like, dying. Oh. <laughs> I, I was dying. It. Oh my God. And I was fine. We went to the, we went to the Christmas party. It was great. The venue was beautiful. The Jane hotel was gorgeous. Everybody was so nice and it was so much fun. And I got the car. I drove to the next bar and I had a car full of, full of people. I didn't even notice that large wasn't with me. <laughs> I had a car full of people. He didn't mention that. <laughs> I had, yeah, I had Jetski, I had Daniela, I had Cons. I there was, I don't know, there was two other people I can't remember who, and um, Chicago, uh, someone from, uh, uh, possibly, I don't okay. know. We get to the next bar, and I get a text from Mike, like you know, I took a cab with Willie. I'm like, oh, thank God. <laughs> Otherwise, I figured I would just like circle back and get him. And then by the time we were at the other bar, like we were at the gym for like an hour, all of a sudden I'm like, just, we just did about like 10 shots all in a row. And it just hit me like sideways. I was like, wow, this is great. (laughs) I lost my license. I lost everything. Like I was just, I was, I was like in Willie mode. I just lost it, my whole wallet. (laughs) So it was one of those. Did you keep your pants on though? I I kept my pants on. I kept my pants on, kept my shirt on. Can't say it was closed the whole time. I'm just saying I was very good. It was a, it was a lot of fun. What a fun night! Oh, but that was next morning. Next morning. Ooh. Oh yeah, but that's that's holiday parties and and such. This is the the time of year for for cutting back a or cutting loose a, a little yeah. bit. So and then and it cutting was good. back. <laughs> yeah, holiday concerts. Bridget had her holiday concert, but the you know thank God it was earlier in the week. Um, it was Tuesday night, so we had like the oh that's nice. have to worry about the recorders in the morning and stuff like that. And that was fun. Then we had Willie's ugly sweater party Thursday night, which is much more tame this year than last year. But that's what happens when the, you know, the host is seven months pregnant and she's yeah. like, I'm done. <laughs> no, they do a great job. They throw, they, they, those two know how to throw a party. They really do. They do a great job. 
And, um, you know, you have to bring your gift because they do their toy drive. Mm-hmm. They're so charitable. I love them. And then, um, yeah, so then Mike went to the 21 Club. I got a text from Willie like midday. Hey, listen, actually he called me first. He's like, listen, I know I can't ask Laura just because he's God knows where he is. He's like, I need to get something for my father-in-law. So I gave him a couple of places to go. But it was funny because, you know, they're just all such nice people. They're a nice family. Like the whole bar stool thing. It's, they, they do a good job. Oh, yeah. So this I, week I was totally very agree. like, yeah, very, uh, this was a very bar stool week for me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh, and then yeah. um, let's see, yesterday, what did we do yesterday? Yesterday we wrapped gifts, we shopped, I had to get my tires fixed. My, um, there's two things on my car that I had a recall, so I had to bring it back to GMC. So um, yeah, they, they fixed that and then they did something to my tire where like you take it off to clean the rim. Mm-hmm. Otherwise your air, you lose air in your tire. But then they like, I don't know what he did. He, I guess he did something and he put it on the wrong wheel. And it was just like a, just a battery of a comedy of events. We'll say. Oh yeah. No, I've, I've been there before. You're like, I <sighs> can only like, you're only supposed to take this much time. Everybody's scheduled. My whole day is scheduled. Stop. Yeah. Oh, there was honestly yeah. like a 40 hour period where my life was just insane. Cause we left Friday morning at five 30. And I didn't stop moving forward until like one in the morning. Like I drove, I had, cause I had to go back and pick up Mike from the 21 club. Cause I wasn't good. I just putting, I know everyone gives me shit for, Oh, you drop him off and pick him up, but putting him in a cab or an Uber on the way home. Sometimes it doesn't work out well. <laughs> so it's, it's better to, it's, you know, we have a whole episode on those. But, um, <laughs> yeah, we, we should probably go back and be like, oh, yeah, we're going to do an episode on this because what happens is we have an idea and we're like, oh, no, we're covering that next. And then end up the in week happens and then that's like, oh, new topic. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, oh, it's, just, it's just better for everybody because then I don't have to go pick them up somewhere that's two hours away. <laughs> You're right. We could do a whole uh, show on, on uh, things like that. So well, my, my shopping is all yeah. done. My wrapping is like 90% done. Oh, wow. I have um, tomorrow is my day to clean because Tuesday will be Mike's day to prep and cook. And then we'll go to my mom, my sister's around, you know, whatever time she wants it for Christmas Eve. And then it'll just be autopilot. How about you? Oh God. Mom, my week is completely different very mellow compared to that I worked um you know all week and my hours are you know quite quite long and insane right now are you off Monday and Tuesday no no half day Tuesday huh uh maybe two hours early but I'll probably end up staying um longer and they might tack on two hours extra, you know, like to say, you know, even if I work eight, they might put 10 on or, or whatever, but it's weird. Cause I'm salary, but it's kind of that weird. Right. Know, Do you, are you allowed to say Merry Christmas to people? Or are they like, absolutely no. No, you, you can. Yeah. No, you can. Are you allowed to de- decorate your cubby? Yeah. A lot of people did. I, I did not, even though I love it. I was just like, I don't have the time. You know, I'm trying to get to work by 6.45. You know, I don't leave sometimes until after 6. Do you put up a menorah just to fuck with people? No. (laughs) (laughs) No. No, but they they do a bunch of stuff, which is, you know, nice. I mean, it's one of those like forced March kind of Christmas parties. Like it's like you can't just say, oh, no, thanks. 
you know, like you have to do it even though you're at work, but you're getting paid to take time away. And, you know, it's, it's, it's nice and all, but we don't do the big Christmas party like um, at night somewhere, which is kind of nice. I kind of think I would skip out on that. I don't think I'd want to at this place, um, you know, go somewhere on a, you know, Thursday or Friday night and be like, oh, you know, company Christmas party. Like, no, like once I'm home, no, not get me back out at all. Just, just not. No, except for Star Wars, which was this week for me. So um, did you love it? I did love it. Uh, Thursday morning, I left early because I knew I was going to have a different day and I wanted to really get to work early, early and get everything I needed. Um, So I left the house shortly after five and I knew I had to get gas. I get my car, (laughs) I get my vehicle and I... Uh, yeah, start it and, uh, you know, like warming it up and everything. And I'm just like, oh my God, it's so cold. Like it was maybe four or five degrees out. <laughs> it was very cold. And, um, and I'm just, yeah, I'm just sitting there and I'm like, why is the light on? I look over and I'm like, oh, my door, my door's not closed. Okay, weird. And I close it and it bounces back. And I'm like, what is happening right was now? Was your seatbelt in it? That's, that's what I thought. I thought well, my seatbelt shouldn't be in it because it, it like folds nicely in. And I was like, well, I made sure. So I made sure. And I looked and I like checked the door jam and everything. I do it again. It bounces back. And I'm like, what is happening right now? Like it was, I was so cold that I could not, I could not like function. I, I'm doing all this stuff and I'm like, okay, maybe it's like, thinks it's in the lock position and it's not, you know, allowing the latch to go over. So I like unlock and lock. I turn off my car, turn it back on again. I use the key fob. I do everything. It's not going to lock at all. It's not going to latch. Like, shit. oh my God, this is awful. Like, all right, I'll get out. I got my key fob, got out of the car, did a whole bunch of those things over and over again. Finally closed it, latched. Awesome. Go to open the door. Won't open. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> so I go through everything again, like trying to do everything. It comes down to a point where I'm like, if I'm going to drive this car, I'm going to have to get in on the other side where I had loaded up stuff for the day and climb over. I had to. T- <laughs> I got in and I have a cord and I had like this tall water. Like, it's like, I don't know. It's like very, very tall. And I'm trying to climb over. And I just, it was such a mess. But I had to get gas. Oh, geez. Did you, I hope your window worked. No. The window wouldn't work either? No. <laughs> Nothing to work. So I get to the gas station, try to open the door. Nope. Can't. <laughs> oh, my God. Climb. I had to climb back over, get out. Get the oh gas. <laughs> the gas was so slow because everything was frozen. Yeah, it took yeah. me over 20 minutes for the gas. Like everybody at the gas station was like just standing there forever. Oh my because God. Because it just took forever for whatever reason. Nothing was moving. I'm like, this is the morning from hell. What I was wrong? The- Did it ever, was it just frozen? I, I guess so. I go back to try. I was like, okay, baby, you know, this time will work. Nope, it won't. I mean, I, I'm on. So once you got to I'm, work, by the time that you got to work, yeah. the heat. So I go back in on the on the 
on the passenger side and I just sat there for like a minute. I'm like, oh, I'm going to need, I'm gonna need a minute. <laughs> I'm going to need a minute before I try to do the acrobats to get my fat ass back over to the <laughs> Oh my God, that is so funny. So yeah, by the time my hour long, you know, commute got in, I, um, Oh my God. I got, to, I got to work. I called, I just stopped the car. I'm like, okay. Okay. So, oh, anyway, so that was, that was, that's, um, that was my Thursday. And then I went to star Wars and that was amazing. And I don't want to spoil it because I know it's, it's brand new and a lot of people right. have not seen it. A lot of people see it over, um, Christmas and new years and, you know, the holidays and whatnot, but, oh my gosh, I'm uh, just for a star Wars person. I loved it. So you know, people who, who want to nitpick and do a bunch of things, you know, they can, but I loved it. Oh, um, good. But I found a reality TV show, finally. Which one? It's called um, Victorian Farm. <laughs> <laughs> Is there a man named Mr. Darcy on it? <laughs> no. And I'm not interested. No, but it's okay. So it was like in 2009, it's on Amazon. So if anybody is as weird as I am and they want to, but it's called a Victorian farm and people live there for a year and they learn how to do things in Victorian time. I would be fine in every capacity except the bathroom. I need a functioning toilet. Like I need plumbing. I hear you. I know we've spoken about this. Yes. I, I just, I would never, I would have been dead. Mm-hmm. By the time I was three, uh, honest to God, I couldn't do I couldn't do without plumbing. So if, as long as, but I think Victorian times they had plumbing. It might not have, not have been so, you know, luxurious, but I believe they had plumbing back then, right? Yeah, I'll find out. I should think <laughs> do that because I I'm not I. So the, how it happened was, I found a bit like a Victorian Christmas or something like that. Like it like was in my Christmas things because I watch all this like. British and Irish TV that of course I get like recommended to watch like other European stuff. Do you and watch was, the Dublin murders? Isn't it? Yes. Great? Isn't it oh, awesome? I love it. Oh my I God. I can't wait for tomorrow. Like I'm dying to see what happens. Oh my God. And yes, I'm allowed to watch it with subtitles. The Cassie situation and the Adam situation is just I can't it's wait. It's driving me crazy. I can't I'm wait. To know what, I I'm, don't I'm know just dying why. To know. I don't know why we haven't talked about this yet, but oh my God, it is so brilliant. This it's is, good, right? And you, do you remember how it started? Do you remember yes. that first it episode? Said, it was like, th- it said three months earlier, right? I know. You know I, how I, that looked? How they looked when they were talking to each other like that? Yeah. That like made me from the start, I was like, ooh, this is... Ooh. I'm trying. Yeah, it's driving me. There's only two more episodes left. Yeah, I'm hoping they wrap it up though. I'm hoping that it doesn't go into like another season of the same storyline. Like I hope they wrap this storyline up and that it gets picked up and they go into another one. I really hope it gets picked up. I have no idea how it would get picked up exactly, just because I have a feeling I I know how I like. I don't want to spoil it because it's obviously I don't know how it's going to be, but I I think there's going to be a revelation about like I hope so. other people knowing um something and they they withheld it from like Adam and his family and then 
like he ended up going through much unneeded torture all these years. And you think? Yeah, I think there's going to be something that gets revealed that's like we could have saved you and your family all this like hatred and like the need to flee and all of that. I th- I, I just feel like that's what's going to happen because I I don't know. They made you- that mother such a big part of the show, and then on the last two or three episodes, she's non-existent like the crazy mom of the girl who was killed yeah katie's mom like i'm trying to figure out like it's a lot to pack into a season and they completely shifted gears halfway through it so at some point their storylines have to collide right Mm -hmm. yeah especially since they're all the same age yeah but the you know they threw that curveball with this girl lexi looking so much like cassie yeah and the fact that cassie was in that accident and then had an almost like an instant Lexi friend yeah that's weird like I'm trying to figure out how they're gonna tie it in oh it's so bizarre like we're not gonna like nothing we've said has spoiled it so if anyone's listening and they're no I think the spoiler would come tomorrow after tonight's episode yeah no, oh my I gosh, it's such a, it is, it is really a great show. I mean, it's driving me crazy too, because really. I'm, I'm trying to figure oh. out because like, it's like, it's, it's going to like, I hope it's not stupid. Yeah, I hope so. I, I know that would be, that would suck because it's been brilliant up until, up until now. Like, I just, I don't know. It's, I don't know. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> okay. So this Victorian farm thing, I yes. discovered it because of like the Victorian Christmas and I started that. I was like. 10 minutes in and they kept saying like welcome you know welcome back to the farm blah 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 and they were mentioning how they had been there before and I was like if they've been there before I bet you anything there's been a show about this and sure enough it was this Victorian farm where people right. went they lived for a year um without you know any of the modern any they had to learn how to live and I thought oh this is this is the this is the show for me. Everybody else is looking at, uh, I don't know. What, what is that? Uh, the bachelor. I was going to say, yeah, I guess like bachelor, like dating stuff. And I can't stand and that Wives show. of people and money. Yeah, the and real housewives. I, don't, I can't yeah. watch any of it. I'm, yeah. I'm terrible that way. But I am so into this, like, like, Ooh, they're going to, they're going to harvest the wheat now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you just said that out loud. <laughs> yep. I met girl. Oh, so, that is so funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, I'm crazy. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So that was it. That was my that was my week. So, so, so now if I could like do a, you know, be thrown into like a like Pemberley or something or a Derbyshire from from Pride and Prejudice, then then I would be all for it. Like I could do if I could do a reality show where I got to play, you know, Lizzie for it. (laughs) (laughs) Like I love, I'm such a pride and prejudice fan. That's where I, that's where my like corny nerdiness comes out. Yeah. Well, those, they have like the luxury of being on the other side of like the house, but these for the people who go in and they learn how to like actually run the, you know, the fields and the kitchen and the, you know, all of the stuff to make those homes go. Right. So it's not quite as like a, a Downton Abbey. It's not quite like go in and learn how to be like that um, at that high level. Um, this is a little bit more common that 
Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so excited. That is so funny. Yeah. Do you get that excited over like the Amish reality show? I didn't know that there was one. (laughs) And then I've heard people talk about it. I'm like, wait for legit. There is like, yes, because I didn't think that they would allow cameras near them. Oh, maybe they have, they found. So I always thought that was like one of those like oxymorons, like, oh yeah, the Amish reality show, because like literally they don't have cameras, but if there is one, I should probably look into it. Did you watch Banshee when it was on? Okay. That's one that I went to go find. Oh, that's a, and that's a great show. Watch that from the very beginning. I went to go find that, but for whatever reason, it was like one of those, like it was in between services or it wasn't up and it was like, yeah, you could pay $6.99 an episode or something like that. And I was like, oh no, I'll get back to it. But that is actually on my list. And it just kind of got, what a great show that was beginning to end. Like, I don't remember walking away from an episode being like, that was dumb. Like we, we loved it. Like we, we okay. would binge watch. We would tape it like four weeks in a row and then watch it. Okay. That was that a great show. Okay. I loved the character Job in it. You'll right. know who it is as soon as you see him. He was okay. awesome. I don't know if that guy's ever been anything else, but I thought he was fantastic. Huh? Like you okay. see these actors do these roles and like you have no idea if it's close or far from who they are. But he played that character just amazingly well. And I think to myself, my God, if you can do that, why isn't this guy everywhere? You know, like, I, I, I don't feel like actors that are that good are a dime a dozen. I feel like some actors that are always getting cast and stuff aren't as great mm. as they get them. Like, they, you could tell they have a good agent versus they have a, an incredible talent. Right. So it I always just, amazes me when like these, like, what is it about the person that gets, that there's, that they get sold to these directors for, because there's so many good actors that play these supporting roles that just don't get picked up. And I'm thinking, my God, how is this possible? But I guess they're just so busy and they're only seeing what's put in front of them. And it's all about who, you know, I just looked them up and I don't recognize any of them. Um, yeah, I I don't know why because I I do watch a lot of a lot of that. Like I finished Poldark. Um I don't know that one. That was on PBS. I know we're really we're really getting crazy here on this uh harvesting the wheat and PBS talk, but on <laughs> <laughs> um, that and then I also watch um Outlander. I didn't watch that. My girlfriend Susie was telling me about it and she loves it. Okay. So I will tell people this, don't watch it around their kids because it goes from being like really cool. Like, Oh, this is, this is kind of like, it's sort of like a fantasy slash um, just kind of period piece Uh to softcore porn. (laughs) Oh, really? Yes. So it's like Game of Thrones. You could just like, you're just going along and then you're like, oh, okay. They're going into the bedroom and they're going to continue. Oh, okay. They're going. Okay. Oh, I'm and, not into that anymore. Now I'm into yeah. watching brownie batter. Yeah. It's yeah, it's a nice transition. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I tell so. you what, I wish I stuck with softcore porn because it's a lot less fattening. Yeah, it sure <laughs> is. <But> the opposite. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Okay. So speaking of that, we got a, would you rather? Oh, here we go. 
Would you rather have sex every time? Uh, would you rather if you have sex, but every time you do, it takes a day off your life or never have sex? Oh my God, I'd rather die 20 years early. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's a no brainer. <laughs> I mean, in my case, I'd probably die when I'm 50, but I mean, no, oh my God, definitely. Yeah, I think um, in, I'm not giving that up. Yeah, in general, I would say, well, I, I, I just take sex, but I've been so abstinent from that. But I'm thinking, like, yeah, but do you want to live forever? Right. Uh, you know, not really. Um, you, might, you might just start hiring I might, So does that, does that apply to people? Picking up guys in bars now. Right? right. Does that apply to every time you achieve or is it truly just sex? So if it's every time I achieve, then I would say take the day. Take the day. But man, I'm cutting my days and I'm t- cut my Is it not considered life. sex if you're masturbating? I don't know. That's what I'm wondering. If you, if you do that, Sex, what they call it, sex with yourself. Yeah. I mean, my life would be over. <laughs> I was listening to Joe Rogan the other day. I, he had me in stitches. Oh, my God. He's so funny. Uh, Which episode? Because I'm a little behind. He was talking about, no, it was on the comedy channel. Oh, He was okay, talking okay. about how when he got caught, it, like times yeah. he's gotten caught masturbating, like once by his mother when he was 16 and once by his girlfriend. And like... <laughs> Like the girlfriend was so insulted that he was doing it while she was home. <laughs> like, it'd like be I'm right here. <laughs> like I'm right here. He's like, well, then it would be really terrible to tell you that I've done it while you're in bed next to me. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, her face was so insulted. She was so upset. <laughs> I'm thinking, yeah, she, you know, can't marry a girl like that. You got to marry someone who's like, no, 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 you're good. No, yeah, you're good. Can get you a tissue? Yeah. <laughs> you have to know. Like, a warm the, washcloth when you're done? I really do think there is, and I know guys can say it, and it means a little bit more, you know, for them, uh, uh, parts-wise, but they, like, clear the pipes type of thing. There is, like, a mental clarity that just... Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, keep it going. All, it's natural. It happens whether, you, you know, sometimes it happens whether you want it to or not. Like, your body does certain things. You, you need certain things. So, I don't know. Oh. I think... I mean, he was talking about, <laughs> he was talking about Dr. Phil. <laughs> Dr. Phil was saying how terrible it is. Like this one woman was on saying how her husband does that and how it's, you know, it's disgusting. And this that, I mean, you have to listen to his skit on, you know, Dr. Phil and this, like the, the, the guest who was upset about her, that her husband masturbates. I was like, <laughs> did he put her right? Did he straighten her out? No, he was like, oh, it, 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 no, you have Dr. to hear Bill doesn't agree. No, no, no. You have to hear Joe Rogan's oh skit oh, on it. Okay. Okay. It was, I, I will not do it justice because I just don't tell a good story like that. But I swear to God, I'm like, I had, I had to pull over to a Dunkin' Donuts to pee. I was laughing so hard oh in the car. God. I'm like, this is just, <laughs> he's a very good co-pilot. If you, if you're going anywhere, you want Joe Rogan's shotgun with you on comedy, on the comedy channel. He was, oh yeah. <laughs> Okay. I was dying. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'll, I'll have to check that out. So I wanted I just, to ask the moms that listen to our show or dads. I mean, it's not, it's not stuck to moms, yeah. but so last week I had my, am I the asshole? Mm-hmm. And, um, because this is what, so this is, uh, this is what happened. So, um, should I go into this one? Yeah. Okay. So 
Bridget has been upset because this one boy, um, as I'm as I'm talking about Bridget, my husband just sent me a video of Stu Leonard helping my daughter make ice cream. Oh, that's like, fantastic. Like do her own ice cream cone. Oh, that is so cute. Um, I'll post that on, I'll do it. I'll put it on the woman okay, Twitter cool. page. Um, so she's in school and there's this one boy who will not leave her alone. He keeps teasing her and he keeps writing on her desk, on her name tag, on her books, and it's driving her crazy. And she asked him very nicely to stop. And she asked him again. And then she finally got fed up and she told him to stop and he wouldn't do it. And she got so angry. And the next day she comes home and I'm like, how was your day? How did everything go? She's like, oh, I'm so happy. I'm so happy because so-and-so said to me that he knows it bothers me and he'll stop as long as I help him with his math. So everything is good now. I'm like, I would be seen red. I just, at first I was like, oh, good. Like I was happy because I'm looking at her and like you're kind of half listening because you're doing a million other things. And then all of a sudden I like whipped her and I'm like, come again, <laughs> say that to me, just give that to me one more time. So she's like, yeah, he's going to stop. He said, he'll stop because he knows it bothers me as long as I do this. And I'm like, red flag. I'm like, Bridge, we need to sit, go yep. grab a drink. We're going to sit down and have a long conversation. She was so angry with me because she's like, and I could see that she was visibly irritated that I was having this, like, because once kids tell you something and you have the conversation, they want to move on. And I get that. And you're supposed to let them move on. But this was, this was a, this would have, this was just a too good of a, a learning opportunity. And I could tell she was angry that she told me and I could see the wheel spinning in her head. Like, oh my God, remind me never to tell my mother anything ever again. And so I couldn't have that. But I had to explain to her that I said, you know, Bridge, this, you can't, this is not acceptable. He cannot tell you that he'll stop touching you or touching your things or giving and give you what you want when you're asking him and then telling him to stop as long as you do something for him. I'm like, that's classic, you know, discrimination. That's, that's, you know, you can't, you can't do that. That's, that's sexual harassment. That that's not going to happen. He has to stop doing that to you because you asked him to, because he's, he's doing something to you that you don't like. And the only way he's going to stop is if you do something that you give him what he wants you know, I was telling one of my friends that he's like, yeah, today it's, it's, you know, math tomorrow, tomorrow it's a boob, you know, yeah. like not going to happen. She can't think this is okay. So I, um, I, I explained it to her and then I wrote an email to the teacher, a very, oh, yeah. I thought a very <laughs> direct email to the teacher. And I thought like, well, maybe I'm the asshole because I shouldn't, I should, they're nine. Maybe he just has a little crush on her and it's nothing more than that. And I was, you know, I didn't want to be the asshole make, blowing it into something that was, you know, discrimination or harassment when it wasn't. But um, the teacher responded and she was like, oh, no, no, you are 100 percent on mark. I, I took care of this. I'm nipping it in the bud. I, you know, had a conversation with the class. This is that is unacceptable. You know, she's got two daughters of her own and there's other girls in the class. And I don't want this kid walking around. And who knows? I don't know the, the family very well. I don't know the parents. I don't know them at all. I shouldn't say very well. I don't, I couldn't pick the kid out of a lineup, but right away, my mind goes to thinking that in that household, maybe the dad is that way. Maybe he does rule with an iron fist. Maybe the mom is submissive and you know, that's not the kid's fault. And it's, you know, and if they love it and they're aware of it and that's how they want to run their family, that's fine. But that is not how my daughter is going to think what she's going to think is okay. And that's not how she's going to be treated in school. Not happening. So um, the teacher addressed it with the class, addressed it with the boy. 
I asked her not to address it with my daughter because my daughter begged me not to tell her. So out of respect to her, I had to make sure that she knew like, you know, yeah, I lied to her. And, uh, but I'd rather her, I needed to lie to her so that she would tell me things going forward. She's like, did you tell my teacher? Because she addressed us in the, you know, she said something in the class. I'm like, Bridge, I told you I wouldn't. So I didn't. So I completely lied to her face, but I had to, because I wanted to still come to me with things, but I couldn't let that. I couldn't let my daughter go forward thinking that the only way that this is that it's okay for people to finally stop once she agreed to do something for them. It's not going to happen. That's a bad precedent. And yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a, a harassment of, of sorts. And, um, it's sort of like everyone's on like that level, you know, this is how you should be treated. You're at zero, you know, this is, you know, um, you should be treated poorly, but you know, your friends treat you, you know, in a positive way. And this kid put her at like a minus 10 and he was like, I'll give you back the 10. So you're back at zero if you do yeah. this for me. And it's like, no, 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 we're not, we're not doing that. Like he's a know, Harvey Weinstein in the making. Like that yeah. is the same mentality. You, in my you've opinion. You've got to be, you've got to, everyone's at zero. Like, you know, like, yeah. If you needed help and you weren't being a jerk and all of this other stuff, you know, then right. if you needed help, then Bridget would have been like thrilled to help him. If yeah. he she's was like, just I, a normal kid. I don't mind helping him though. She's like, I don't see why this is a big deal. I said, it's a big deal because he's the only way he's going to stop is if you give him something. Yeah. I was like, so when you are in high school, are you going to let him fill you up just so that he, she was like, what? What? Like, I figured I had to go like, she was like, ew, mom. I'm like, that's what he's thinking. She's like, well, I would never. I'm like, of course you would never. But that's what he's going, you're leading him to believe that yeah. you will. That because today I it's math, tomorrow you poorly. Yeah, I can treat yeah. you poorly and then I'll get what I want so that you can get back to being just treated right. normally. But you're not, you're not being treated normally. You're being, you know, put in this box and, put, you know, put under yeah. and under and under. And that's how it starts. Oh, yeah. I said, no, I, I also told her that, Um, I said, I explained that, I said, you know, I think it's wonderful that you want to help him. I think you want to help him. I think you want to help someone who actually needs it because I don't think he actually needs it. Um, I said, he. I, I, I think it is something as simple as this boy might just have a little bit of a crush on you. And I think that's cute, but he can't use his crush or, um, a, you know, liking you as a reason to stop. If you ask somebody to stop doing something to you that you do not like, every other Everything about them and what they want means nothing. You're asked, unless it has something directly to do with what you're doing. Like he's doing this to you because you won't stop moving his shoes or, or doing something annoying to him. Like if he's doing this to you as a retaliation for what you're doing to him, then that's different. I'm like, but if he's doing something to you completely independent and you're not doing anything else, you're not doing something to him for him to do this back to you, then that in itself is one separation. Then you can say it. And if you want to help him do math, that's totally fine too. But when you say stop, he must stop. No means no. Stop doing this to me. I don't like it. He has to stop. That's it. And then tomorrow, if you want to be like, hey, so-and-so, how are you doing with your math? And he's like, oh, I'm, I'm not doing well. And you want to offer to help him. That's fine. But it's not a trade-off. There's never a trade-off. No means no. That's it. And totally you know, agree. I completely blew it out of proportion too a little bit. Like, not blew it out of proportion. I continued it. Like I carried it on in front of my sons because I needed to make sure they now understood. And you know, so I asked them the same question in front of her. But I said, watch, let's ask the boys and see what they think. And they were both right on mark. They were like, 
wait, he's, he's doing this stuff to her and, she, and he's not stopping when she asks him to stop. She's like, mom, why are you telling them? I'm like, because if they're reacting this way, it's not just me. You have to see that it's, it's, it's a common way of thinking that is not acceptable. So good. I think we drilled at home and, and, you know, it was a good learning experience for them. And, uh, so we'll, we'll see. Coincidentally, I think it might've been the same kid that Mike wrote about that didn't, uh, told her there was no Santa. So I think there's a trend in that family. <laughs> oh God. But uh the wanker trend. The what? The wanker trend. He's yeah. a wanker. Yeah, I think that they just, just a jerk. You know, for whatever reason in, in that in their family, that's how it goes. But Ugh. it's not gonna go that way in my family. My kid is my kids are not gonna stand for it. So oh boy. All right. Um I'm glad that you brought that up because, you know, we've all been there. That's fresh in, you know, your life. But yeah, we've, uh, you know, as a, as a mom to uh, my oldest is my daughter. So I've definitely been there, done that. Um, Okay. So what was our biggest challenge through the first year of the podcast? Oh, ours. Um, Let's see. I'm going to go with scheduling, timing, talking too much about carrying on too much about one subject. Um, I don't know what. For me, probably it's tech. Yeah. I mean, all of that, I definitely agree with, uh, for me, technical, it's like the aftermath, like the before and after like scheduling guests. Um, there's a, there's an episode that we want to do, but like getting everybody in the right place at the right time with our schedules. That's a little difficult um, just because those people are busy and they're all over the coast. We have, you know, East coast, uh, central and um, West coast mm-hmm. that we want to get on. And it's, uh, that's very, um, you it's know, been amazing trying. with that. Thank you. Where are you con- <laughs> I mean, if it's 365 days later, yeah. How far you've come, I could have never, I don't yeah. think I could have, I, I, I fall. I know I couldn't have done this without you. And then, the, I, I mean, and then after, and then the after just putting everything, like learning, learning everything. And like my biggest challenge, my thing that I hate the most is, my, is our opener of all things, because like every time that I, when I listen to it, the sound doesn't, the, I, I import the, the, the music each time fresh, because mm-hmm. if I try to use a clip from the previous one, it doesn't sound right. Right. And it still doesn't sound right to me. The our ending song always sounds right to me, but the beginning, the Hey Girl song doesn't sound right to me. And I don't know why. It just doesn't, it just it seems to fluctuate and it drives me absolutely. So let's pick a new song. It, I know. I maybe we need to put that up for everybody. I love the song and it and it fits, but so you have it somewhere in the middle, like just kind of throw it in, in yeah, the middle. We might have to do that. I, I love the song. I, it's like, I don't want to let go of it, but at the same time, yeah, we might need a new song. We might have to have people. Um, 2020, a new, a new song for yeah, the new decade. Yeah. Sounds good. So that would probably be it. Just trying to learn audition, learning how to upload because I do all the production side of it too. And editing and I think you're incredible. Oh my gosh, all of that stuff. So that has been, I mean, it's been great, but that has definitely been um, a challenge at times. <laughs> I've learned how to interact with people better. Yeah, you know what? Six months before we started talking about this, because we started talking about this in the summer of 2018. So we were oh, wow, almost really? on it, like we were on it almost six months before we actually started. Mm-hmm. 
And if you had asked me six months prior, I might've said no, because I had such, like I have, and we haven't gone into this. It's mean to be one of our episodes. Um, my anxiety level, like I would have felt like way too, like it would have just given me like, just uh, like a panic attack to actually try Mm -hmm. to do this because I'm not very comfortable um, being, you know, I, uh, being out there. Like I, I can be, you know, the, the, whatever, the sarcastic, funny, whatever, you know, ironic person online, like the, that the spoken or the word, you know, like Mm -hmm. putting things in the words have never bothered me. It's just being present and being like seen. I've just, I'm not big into that. So I don't know. (laughs) That's, that's, that's another part of the, the, um, learning challenge. Okay. Uh, random question for the pod. If you could give anyone alive or dead a hit of truth, sorry, a hit of truth serum, and you could ask them three questions, who would you pick? Oh, that's, that's, that's a nice one. Like back, it's kind of like our, our, um, read it again. Do you mind? If you could give anyone alive or dead a hit, uh, uh, you know, a dose of truth serum, and you could ask them three questions, who would you pick? So you're picking oh, I, one person. I know this. Uh, I, I think I might, I might do it to Hitler. Wow. I, and I think my first question would be, who do you hate so much? Why did you do this? And what did you hope to accomplish? Like I, I, I the, the whole, the whole entire uh, Holocaust just, it's just, it's just something that I find it's just absolutely heartbreaking to me. And I'm, you know, I don't know that many Jewish people. I don't know any survivors. I don't know anybody personally that was affected by it. And I am extremely deeply affected by it. So I can't even begin to imagine what it's like for them and going through something like I did with nine 11 mm-hmm. and the magnitude of that. And that was, 3000 people. I can't imagine 6 million. Like I just, it's, I, that to me, and that will, it was all out of the mind of him. Like I think, and I, geez, I'd really have to think about the questions that I would have, but I'm, I'm going, I'm going with Hitler. I wonder if though, do you think that you'd get anything more than what we already know, like we know he hated Maybe. the Jews. Like we know, like you would end up with, do you think you'd end up with the same thing that like history has been able so, to prove? You know, like y- there's never been any more, anyone as charismatic as Jesus until Hitler. Like Jesus was able to, you know, if you believe the Bible and you believe history, Jesus was able to like, look how many people still follow Jesus because he, left being Jew, he, you know, he was a Jew and then he became, he started his own religion and wars upon wars still to this day mm-hmm. are happening, you know, for over 2000 years, we're going to 2020, you know, 2020 is next week. People are still Jesus followers. 
right? And that's a lot more than 6 million people. But there has never been anybody as charismatic as Jesus until Hitler came. And there's nobody since Hitler that was able to, to get people to do as, and my, you know, and maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure a historian can argue that. And I wouldn't, you know, would certainly be smarter than I am, but he was able, and I know that a lot of them were, you know, a lot of the soldiers were, he got them hooked on crystal meth. And um, so, I mean, I know that a lot of it was drug related, which they don't talk about in history classes, but um, that level of, you know, at least with the, with Jesus, it's for a greater good. It's for, you know, love and happiness and shedding, you know, sharing peace and spreading love. But to get that many people to follow you with such a sick and twisted mentality, that's, there's gotta be something more. There's gotta be, I guess I'm, I guess I'm hoping that there's something supernatural there or there's something, because I can't imagine one person would have that much for, for, I don't know. From the history standpoint, and I'm not going to go like, oh, I'm such a history nerd, but I think because there was such a depression um, in Germany after World War One, and there were people who were just willing to listen to anybody yeah, who was going. Level. We're not I, people in general. Humans are not cruel Yeah, beings. but there was a lot of people who who at first they they weren't seeing a lot of that like that was being carried out by a certain aspect of their military and then they you know they were being told like kind of systematically over time you know like these are the people who brought you down and then these people are like we can't survive we you know we we've you know just been you know brought to ruin and you know the everything that we're having to do to to pay back for world war one because we were blamed for it and all of this like they they felt like they couldn't get out of this hole and then they they've had this guy come along and this is the reason you're you know this is the person these are the people that have you under their thumb they're the reason and i think you know just that slow kind of grind of being told this is what's happening um this could not have happened to a thriving community that's what I think. See, but I, there's no way to actually know. Yeah, you're right. I mean, like, no, I, I'm saying like, I think it would be, you know, good to find out. I just don't know if, I don't know if it would be anything much different than, it'd be nice know. to know. Like, I mean, true truth serum would be, would be, you know, good to know. I um, would have to sit down with a battery of historians and psychologists before I got to ask those three questions That's and true. I would do my due diligence, but there is just, I mean, like I look at, I know you're going to think this is crazy, but I look at Osama bin Laden's face and I don't see hatred, which is weird. You would think that I would granted. I mean, and I've, and I've, I was afforded the privilege of speaking to Rob O'Neill mm-hmm. for a, an extended period of time about that because I would love to have been the one to put the bullet in that man's head. And I am not a, um, I'm not, I mean, I, I have a flash temper, but I'm not an angry person. I'm not a hateful person. I'd like to think that I'm, you know, a very giving person, but I think I am capable of killing somebody like that. And, you know, he said to me, you know what, Annie, I did it so that you don't have to. And he gave me a, you know, he gave me the story beginning to end 
the emotions, the feelings. There was a lot of crying between both of us. And he was very candid and very, you know, hard on his sleeve. But I, my, I don't feel the same way about bin Laden as I do about Hitler. Like, I think that, like, I feel like bin Laden had like a, um, like a, like, I think he, I don't know. I can't explain the difference. There was something different about when I look at Hitler's well, face. There's just there's something there is there something. that is like a, it's almost like I said, like a supernatural thing. There's something like he's very inhuman. animated and he has that, like I mean, every speech he seems angry, pissed off and also, inhuman. you know, he and seems just, inhuman. Yeah. His, you know, everything about him is, is very, um, bin Laden was a man. I don't feel like not a man, like, oh, he's got, you know, he's a man. He's got a set of balls on him for doing it. He, he He's a human. I don't feel that way about Hitler. There was just something, I don't know. What's yours? Yeah. So the, the one thing that came to mind and I, I, I wonder why this came to mind because I, I have so many other things and I'll probably regret, um, you know, not thinking of those immediately, but I was watching, um, a few weeks back, um, the Saturday show of um, Barstool for college football. Roan had done a thing on. I love him. I love him too. Roan had, I love Roan and Caleb's. He congratulated us, so, by the way, on our one so year anniversary. Great. Oh, did he? Yes, he did. He came Aww. up to me at the Barstool Christmas party and he's like, listen, hey, congratulations on one year. I thought that was pretty cool. Oh, that was so sweet of him. Um, so he did, <laughs> he did this thing with the Mormons. And, you know, how they get around um, having sex and they have like they're soaking and they're like all of these weird things. And then like there was one guy who talked, but he got um, he got uh, banned from everything Mormon life after that show was on. And I mean, it was just it was crazy. So I think my my questions for true serum is. I want to know what Joseph Smith was really up to because I think that guy was straight crazy. I do. And I'm not trying to, I don't really, if you're Mormon, <laughs> I you get did. it. You could do anything. I know, but I think he, I think he pulled the wool over people's eyes. I think he was out doing something and he was like, Oh no, I, I wasn't out late. I didn't not come home. I had this vision and, these things I can no longer find. And, and God spoke to me and he made this whole religion. There's all these people that like actually truly believe this. And I'm like, this is insane. I don't, I don't know why, but it sounds so crazy to me. Like it does. It just really does. And they're, they're, they're nice, but they have all these rules and all these things that are just way bizarre. And then, but Men can, you know, they, they banish it only because America was like, uh, no, you can't have, you can't do that. But, you know, polygamy. So they're, they're so structured. You can't, you have all these things that you can't have. You can't have, you know, you can't enjoy this and women can't do this and women have to be whatever and they have to get married and some sort of weird underwear thing. And it's just, it's bizarre. So, weird and then but oh but once you're married you can marry all the women <laughs> like it's just like this is this is I I just I don't know I I just I think that guy was up to something and I would really like to know what happened and hey if it truly happened wouldn't we all like to know that that actually happened I don't believe oh, it happened definitely but that would be 
changing? Like, what if we found out that it truly happened? That would change all of our lives, right? I mean, I wouldn't be jumping to become a Mormon. I'm just saying, like, that would be interesting. But I think he's full of shit. <laughs> so that's that's my answer because I'm like oh these people I feel oh I feel bad for them they're just I don't know yeah he had my dad had a friend that he was very very close to one of his original business partners who was a Mormon and uh yeah it's, it's interesting yeah it's very very I tell you what they are probably the nicest people ever like the minute you walk into like there is, I don't know, what is it called? Community reservation? Like, what do they call it? Like a commune? I don't know. Yeah. They're extremely embracing. They're extremely Because they want to draw you in. They want to, they want to. Yeah. But wanna, it's yeah. not like, it's very easy to drink the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Like they make it very, and like, they're like, I don't know when it gets weird because I never felt it was weird. Like I never got a weird impression. I never got the weird vibe. I don't know if there's a big presence on the East coast. There is on the West. And if you go to Arizona, if you go to Utah, yeah, they moved places, to Utah. They are definitely big there. And um, there are places in the, in the West that are, um, they have bigger Mormon presence and if you work for a company that's not mormon but happens to have a lot of uh c or you know executives at in um that company that are mormon mm -hmm. they tend to promote the mormons um that i've heard from many people <laughs> so it's it's very interesting it's a it's a very interesting group well maybe maybe you me hitler and uh joe smith can is it <laughs> what is that down something? have like you know have a nice little chit chat yeah okay um so we got um how oh, i have to read this first okay hey o'malley and annie merry christmas happy holidays this is your pal tanner johnson up here in wisconsin him. say i was wondering a couple questions for you ladies first of all i love your names as they are but if you could change your name to any name out there what would you change them to and why? And second, um, if you had to eat one vegetable for the rest of your life, what would it be? Have a great one. Bye. Are we allowed to, do you think we are allowed to change the, like the, it's one vegetable, but we could cook it anyway that yeah. we would want? Yeah. Oh, if I had to eat one, I would probably go with onions. I think you could saute an onion and make, it makes everything good. Like you could put it in anything. I'm going with an onion. <laughs> right? Like an onion can be in anything. It's not, not just that, right? It's not just an onion, not just a vegetable. If you had to only eat one, you don't, didn't have to eat any other vegetable. You only were allowed to eat one vegetable forever. I would choose an onion because it just makes everything better. I couldn't give up an onion. Onions are awesome. Do you like, um, I'm sure you do. I don't see you guys checking out the Outback, but do you guys make your own kind of like the blooming? blooming onion? Yeah. Oh my God, isn't that the best? I've no, no, but that's a good one. Large, what large, large doesn't do like something like that. I'm shocked. No, you know what he does? He takes an onion and he bores out the middle mm -hmm. and then he drops in a bouillon cube. Yeah. And he pours in like, maybe like a 
two tablespoons of chicken stock and then he wraps it up like super tight, almost airtight with tinfoil and he puts it on the grill for like an hour, I think. Okay. I don't know. Don't ask me about cooking about the time. But once it's done, holy shit, it is the best thing you will have ever eaten. Onions are the best. I'm going uh-huh. with an onion. All right. Wow. Wow. I'm so boring. I was going to say my original up until a few years ago, I would have said potato. And if potatoes didn't do what they oh, do, the potato me, is the most underrated vegetable out there. Yeah. French fries. Yeah. Oh, everything like wrinkle just every, every type of everything. And so my basic answer is potato because I am I was addicted to potatoes. Like, like Lord of the Rings, boil them, mash yes, them, put them in a stew. stew. <laughs> so good. Oh my God. They really, potato is a good one. God, it's the I most underrated. I actually asked Lord to write a blog about a potato. He's like, I'm not doing yes. It's wonderful. But I have switched over because potatoes kill me. Um, that's just unfortunate. Uh, Would you go to the dark side of the vegetable aisle? What is yeah. <laughs> well, they, they're, they're like the the one that's like, even diabetics are told to stay away from potatoes. You know, Why, like, they have sugar. Yeah, they have like a like. Oh my god, I gotta tell Mike that that'll help yeah. our diet tremendously. They have, yeah, so you, they've been told to go to sweet potatoes. Like I'm not Ooh. diabetic, but <gasps> they're good. Um, but they have a weird glycemic index. I'm really getting nerdy, guys. Um, so it really can impact your like. So if someone's really going into weight loss, unless they do like a whole potato diet which I've heard people just lose weight, but that all they can eat is potatoes. Wow. That, but um, it messes me up. It just, it does something to me. Um, but I've switched to the more nutritious cauliflower. And I tell you, oh, I people have- People talk about it all the time. Like the I one have from uh, Trader Joe's. Yeah, I have cauliflower mash and riced cauliflower daily. Do you love, do you get the cauliflower rice? Yeah, my, my sister-in-law gets it from Trader yeah. Joe's and she says it's amazing. It's amazing. It really is. It really does help you with, if you do need to replace something, it, it really yeah. is. And if you, you know, if you're trying to stay away from, you know, rice, it, you have that texture. I mean, it's not the same, but it's still like, it's not, it's not bad. Like sometimes you taste something you're like, oh, I'm so used to like, maybe you order out from a certain, you know, like Thai place or something like that. Right. And then you go on vacation, you go somewhere else and it doesn't taste the same. But at the same time, it doesn't taste bad. It just tastes different. And it may be equally good, but you're, you're craving your, you know, your spot. And then you, you know, it takes you a little bit of time to realize that this is, this is just as good, but just maybe slightly different. Right. right. So, yeah. So, so those are my answers pre, you know, my overall answer would definitely be potato, but um, knowing what it does to me, I would probably right now just pick cauliflower just because it is, um, you know, healthier. Um, what episode do you think, um, you ladies think was, wait, wait, we didn't do our names. Oh God. That's right. That's right. All right. Oh, you got to get down. I don't know. My dog is just, she's she's just, he's great. Um, my name is a jerk. So, (laughs) oh, she's just weird. Um, let me think what name would I go by? Hmm. I've never liked anything. I've never been an ordinary thing person, but I like, like a names wise, like a, you know, obviously Annie's short for some, but uh, I'm trying to think what, what would I go with? I don't know. St. Anne, maybe I'd go with Queen Anne. 
<laughs> it's like Bridget said to me the other day, you know, what, mom, our town needs a queen. I'm perfect for it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah there you go. No, you're not daddy too much, are you? <laughs> you might have been in the running with him for Queen Ridgewood. <laughs> I don't know. I'm gonna have to circle back to that one. I don't. I don't know what I would want to be. That's a good question. Yeah, I, I would probably go with something Irish. Like I've always loved the name Siobhan just because it like it throws people off. They're like Cioban. Like yeah, what's yeah, who's yeah. Cioban? And then all of us Irish kids are like, really. <laughs> it's Siobhan or something like that. But I don't know if that would be the name, but I would probably go with something very Irish. And I just don't, I don't, I can't pick one right at the moment. Um, I should have. Um, but uh, yeah, that's probably what I would do. I would, I would go, you know, classic me. That would, that would be it. Yeah. I don't know. I want to think about that one. Tanner, I'm going to get back to you because I don't yeah. know. Okay. I want to think about that one. <laughs> which episode do you ladies think was the craziest topic that you have talked about on your show? Oh, I'm, I honest to God, I think it was the cookie jar. I don't we know if anybody never, remembers of this one. We never, that part, it was such a long, ep- okay. So guys, our first episodes, we would record and we would start at like 10 or nine 30. And I would be up till two or three talking to Annie. And I had to turn around you know, less than three hours later and go to work all day. It was insane. And then I'd work on editing at night. It was crazy. But there was this thing that we had to cut because of time because we were trying to, we were trying to make our time go down. And do you still have that? I think I have the original. That was, that was probably, I don't think I've ever laughed so hard in my life as when we did that. It was rewarding. It was rewarding a man for having, right? Everybody got a reward. Everybody Everybody got got a cookie. Every guy, you got to pick your favorite cookies. Like not, and if you wanted to do Oreos, you could, but like, we're talking like something like your favorite, whatever it was. And you would have a stash of them. I would hold the stash for Mike and he would hold my stash. Yes. And every time, right. It was every time that you had great sex, you got to have yeah, you got to have a cookie. So this was you got rewarded with whatever it was. Yeah. So we have this this like hidden tape. That was the fun. That was so funny. But we really went into it, and it was like that was funny. We haven't done a deep dive sex one yet. We should. We should. Yeah, we'll solicit questions on that, and then we'll answer those. Because yeah. I think I think that would be that would be funny, but um, definitely the, that was like them because I I gotta remember how that went. We'll have to dig that one out and re-listen to it because it was. Oh, like, it probably sounds like a mess just because we were we were it was like three you, in the morning. You know when you get to that point with your friends, everyone's been there where you just everything's hysterical, but like you're you're still firing like away with like great puns and everything's just going, you know, very well. And, uh, but you get a little punchy. (laughs) It was, that was, that was us. Um, and I think it was, that might have been very strange just because of the, the way we got to it. It was quite, um, but it never made a podcast. So I'm not really sure if we answered (laughs) that question. So then I would think, I think the one with the snail, that was funny. That was great. That's that answer the internet type of, do you think you could outrun a snail? A I killer snail. That little fucker. And I you think you can. 100%. I know. And I, I think can. it would finally get me somehow because the snail is not 
you know, the snail can jump on the plane. I'm too hyper after you. I'm just too hyperactive. I don't sit still. I just think, definitely think it's coming for you. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's coming. It's only mission in life is to get you. Well, not getting me. <laughs> like it's not getting you. It's okay. Not getting me. All right. Um, what did you put on your Christmas list? <gasps> I put on new sunglasses. I need my sunglasses are like eight years old. I need new sunglasses. Are these the ones that the eight year old, the ones that you think you're you look like hot stuff and you had to like check yourself? Remember that was an I, early episode? Yeah, I probably did like eight years ago. They probably were hot stuff, but now oh. they're just like I don't know what they are now. They're, they're just, you know, I, I squid through them. <laughs> uh, let's see. I definitely put that on my list. I put clothes on my list for the first time. I have nothing. I realize I have absolutely nothing. And I can't get anything until I drop this, like, like I don't need to drop like 10 pounds. I would like to just drop like six or seven. You know what I mean? Just so that I'm not, mm-hmm. you know, just like so I feel a little better. Cause I'm still like, and I'm still in the same size I've always been. They're just tighter. You know what I mean? So I just want to, I don't, I just, I don't know, but I feel like the same clothes. I've had the same clothes forever. Um, what else do I want? Shoes. I love boots. I'll always put boots on my list. Like I'll always want a pair of like high heels of some sort. Hmm. Okay. What do you have? Um, that's, that's a strange one for me. I just kind of was like, uh, I don't have a list. I don't like, I'm not in that. I don't have the life to have a list. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. what would I give the list to? I don't, I don't have a list. You, know, you don't like, buy yourself like top three things that you want and go out and buy yourself something. You don't splurge on yourself. No, you should. No, like right now, like I need, I need stuff. Like either oh, for my vehicle, like I, but that's where I'm like, I, I won't spend the money on just stuff, especially because I'm, I am diving into this, like, um, you know, getting rid of things that don't make me, don't bring me joy. Don't, you know, like getting right, rid right. of like the extra stuff, like the stuff that you look at and you're just like, yeah, that's my stuff. But you almost have more of a dread when you look at it just because you like to manage it or to like store it away or whatever. Like, what am I doing? Like, I all I do is look at the stuff when I'm like transferring it from one bin to another as I right. organize it more. Like, what am I doing? So I'm really trying to get rid of stuff. But like, you know, I need stuff for my car, you know, to, to fix it. Well, then maybe it. just do one stuff. thing. Like I, buy one I thing for yourself that you really, really love. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I, I just, I don't, I don't think I'm there right so now. So you have to come up with a Christmas thing for yourself and I have to come up with a new nickname for myself. Yeah. Like <laughs> a new name. I need a new dehumidifier for my basement. No, like, that's that would not be what great. they need. Yeah, come on people. <laughs> you know, you, you know what I'm talking about. That um, dehumidifier talk is, is. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> You're out of your mind. <laughs> let's see um o'malley is really excited about victorian farm and wheat and wheat oh my god and, are they planting the wheat that's no. if i said that to mike if i went upstairs and i'd be like oh they're gonna plant the wheat this week we gotta watch it <laughs> like you know 
he makes he already makes fun of me. Like this morning at breakfast, we were talking about um, why we like this show, All American, the football show. So we were comparing season one to season two. Do you watch All American? It's like it's like popular with the high school kids. So you know, I, I watch it and. Mick was saying how season one was so much better than season two. So I said, yeah, because I think a lot of that is because season one was all football. Season two was like much more family dynamics and drama. And oh, Mike's okay. like, oh yeah, because you don't like drama. You who binge watch Downton Abbey every day. And then you couldn't, you know, you curled up on the couch yesterday and watched it, you know, the movie. But no, you don't like drama. I was like, I do like drama when it's like some kind of drama, but I don't like other kinds of drama. Like I don't like when everybody's dating everybody else. Like that drama doesn't interest me. I like stories where someone gets caught in like a little caper or gets caught doing something with their, that they shouldn't, or they're handed the cookie jar. I like that. But I, I don't like when everybody sleeps around. I don't like the storyline where this one got pregnant with that one's kid and who's the dad. Like that doesn't interest yeah. me at all. I don't find, I like drama. I don't like scandal. Did the Downton Abbey movie drop to... Demand. Uh, yeah, I watched it yesterday. Oh, it did. I thought I thought it was only out in theaters f- until next year. Like I thought it was, it was like a limited release in theaters, and then it was. And I was on. I watched it on demand yesterday for four ninety nine. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> it was it was good. Okay, like, I love sense. I love Maggie Smith. I love okay. her. Yeah. Um, oh, so it was good. Okay, now I'm gonna. Have it to was watch yeah. It, it was. Yeah. I think I think the episodes are better. Like I liked watching it. I liked the episodes better. Like I liked having mm-hmm. the series on, and I think they, you know, they pulled a storyline that wrapped it into a movie and I thought it was cute. But when it was like the ongoing story, like I liked it better. Did you watch it at all? I did. I like, love I the loved, fact that their, their scandals were like things that people don't blink at anymore. Like yeah, exactly. it was so like going back in time, like you're like, okay. And okay. Oh, so this is a thing. Okay. So this is like a big, yeah. this is a big deal right now. Like I, I found it like, I didn't like the movie as much as the shows. Cause like, I liked the, the like the back and forth be, between like um, Mr. And Mrs. Bates. Like I liked their relationship, but he wasn't, he only had like three lines in the whole. Oh no. You know, like they didn't play, like, you know, they're there. They were all moved on to different things now. Okay. And they were all like, you know, kind enough to come back and do like a cameo, but. Okay. You know, now right. they could make, if they make the next one and they add Tom Hardy to it. Oh, oh my God. Oof. I just, like, there was this big question on like a big debate on, you know, you, you make fun of yourself for being a nerd. I was looking at the debate between who played Mr. Darcy better, Colin Firth or Mike, um, Matthew McFadden. And I think Matthew McFadden, and I love Colin Firth. I am a mm-hmm. huge Colin Firth fan. Like yeah. wait till large finds out that he's, divorcing his wife like this is like this is like gonna shake up our house but (laughs) (laughs) you know like I love as much as I love Colin Firth Matthew McFadden completely crushed the role yeah as as Darcy oh my god I think that I think he played that role great I thought Keira Knightley did a great job that whole movie was just so great um I was gonna ask you I about him for some reason, he is in something. Who, Tom Hardy? No, Matthew McFadden. Oh, he's on that show Ripper, right? Succession. Oh, is he on that too? I haven't he's, watched it yet. That's it. That's it. Is I was he great gonna... on it? No. Yes. 
Oh, he is. I bet he is. I thought he was great in, but in that movie. in such a... Different way? Yeah. Oh, really? Succession is phenomenal. Really? Yes. Succession is absolutely it. phenomenal. It is... It is very cutting and uh, there's a lot going on like in between, like people say something to each other and mm-hmm. like, there's a lot that you have to pay attention to because someone oh, else's really? reaction, look, it's very, it's, you know, this family that's worth, you know, billions. That's, you know, New York tycoon type family. And, um, you know, the, the um, father is getting up in age and it is, gotcha. it is quite, Oh, it is phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, I can't I, wait. I'm de- like, that's definitely, um, that's like in the top two of my list. I'm definitely going to check that one out. Yeah, I definitely think so. So. Oh, all right. good. Well, I think this has been fun. This is a, sort of a little bit of a recap for our year. And we definitely thank you. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let me see if I can pull it up. We have one. We had one voicemail I wanted to play. I oh, don't want to try to. No, I mean, others I pulled, but I want to play this one. I want to see if I can play it. And I don't have the ability to pull it and play it yet. So I'm going to work mm-hmm. on being able to play it. But let me play it from my phone and see if you can okay. hear it. Okay, so I did this and it's not what I wanted to do. Yeah, hey there, ladies. This is your pal Ernie up there in Ontario, Canada. Uh, see, as the uh, holidays are approaching, I have my kids been asking about getting all sorts of stuffed animals and stuff, you know. And uh, the one wanted a freaking leopard, but they want no leopard that was just uh, sitting there hanging out. He wanted one that talked. What the heck does a leopard's voice sound like, anyway? It's, it got me thinking when you t- put that thing on a Twitter instead of about asking questions on the voicemail. Um, if you had to pick an animal out there that for the rest of your life that would actually be able to talk to you, which animal would you choose? <laughs> Makes me wonder, huh? Maybe you choose birds because yeah, they can see everything, or maybe 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 you choose your dog because they're going to see some weird stuff in your house. Um, yeah, curious what you think. Anyways, I'll be on the hunt for uh, talking leopard. You guys have a good Christmas. See you later. That's awesome. Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> That's why I wanted to play that one for you. That one was just hysterical. Everything else was, you know. Normal. Oh, that's great. If I could have a, one animal that talked <sighs> for the rest of my life, what would it be? I don't know if I'd want my dog to talk. Is that I even like, ask, like, can I come? 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 <laughs> why, right. not? why not? Why not? Why <laughs> not? What'd you get me? What'd you get me? What'd you get me? Oh, that's an excellent question. Ah, I don't know. Damn, that is an excellent, excellent question. I don't know. Now with nanny cams, like you don't have to have someone walking around your house all the time telling you what happened when you were gone. I guess maybe I would have to say a fly. Like, you know, that theory, I'd love to be a fly. That's like, I'd love to be a fly on the wall. wall. I wouldn't mind having my companion be a fly. And that kind of sat on my shoulder. And I'd be like, listen, go, go, go listen and see what they're saying. <laughs> <laughs> I might have a pet fly. He would be All my right. friend. He would be my pet fly. And I could pet him and I could hug him. And he'd be- oh. 
but I would, I would go with, I'm going with a fly. I would want a pet fly that was subtle, that didn't annoy people, that didn't get swatted. Mm-hmm. But I would want, you know, that's mine. Just because it could go into smaller places without being right. really recognized. Could walk under a door if you needed to yeah. get in. He could hide, you know, he could, you know, oh, to be a fly on the wall. I would, yeah. I want a pet fly. Yeah. I thought about the dog just, you know, he mentioned it and it was like, okay. Um, yeah, that's, I could see how that's just like the easy answer. And then I really thought about it and I was like, I think if your dog would, was able to talk to you, then you'd be able to ask it to do things like, all right, you know, you go do this, you know, you'd start, the dog would be, end up having like chores around the house and and you'd yeah. end up asking it like, okay, which Star Wars do you want to watch tonight? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, friend. I don't it know. Would be like, your best friend. Yeah. Like, I like, would it be kind of like a, a Brian from Family Guy situation? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Brian's the best. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, if it was that way, I would definitely think that would be cool. <laughs> that's a great question so thank you ernie i love that yeah, question yeah that was great it was great so <laughs> i can't play them all just because like I, I had a few that i had to i had to transfer over um but yeah so but i thought that one was just i can't i couldn't do the voice just i was like wow this this is way out there so i loved it so anyway all right well so, i'll uh just to, oh. I have to laugh with this. I'm reading on Twitter. Deke Zucker just posted a, something. I love Deke. I love Deke. This is right, I so love this is you, he, this Deke. Is what he posted. <laughs> I honestly got. I I, I I this is this is so this is so me. Highway driving thoughts. Every time I pass a Nissan Cube, I look carefully at the driver and say, in my best Theoden of Rohan voice, "How did it come to this?" Yes. <laughs> I, I always do. Like you're, you had a choice, and you went with this. Okay, all right. I, the fact that he used they did a row on it. Yes, com- like combined with the cube is so funny because Mike. Every time my son sees a cube, he's mm-hmm. like, "Mom, that's that's going to be my first car." He loves to torture me because I just find them the worst. <laughs> I, I like that was uh, too funny not to piss up. I like okay. what uh what large did to me last night when I Deke was saying something. I said, I love you, Deke. And he's like, You're oh you're <laughs> 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 yeah. oh gosh. That was poor Deke is gonna get roped into something he does not want to be in. Yeah, we uh I can't wait to have him on. Anyway, he's contemplating. He's contemplating. We'll see. Well, well, thank you for organizing this and getting this out as you always do. You're absolutely incredible. Thank and you. I'm sure I'll speak to you before Christmas, but to everybody listening, Merry, Merry, Merry Christmas. Yes. Um, happy Christmas, everybody. Hope you get everything so. done that you're supposed to get done and that you have a wonderful time. You get to enjoy yourself and aren't running around ragged. Yes. Yes. All right. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye.